Welcome to the Julie Lawton Living Podcast, the place to get advice, tips, and tricks to building the life and luxury home of your dreams with 30-year business owner, designer, and builder, Julie Lawton. It all starts with a good plan. This is Julie Lawton Living. Welcome back to another episode of Julie Lawton Living. I'm so happy to have you back. And today we're going to get down to business and talk about who you should hire and who who is your architect? Like, which architect should you, should you hire? You know, I'm a designer and I do the architecture and, and the interior design and, and the custom kitchens. But most people start with their architects. So we're going to talk about that. And then, of course, I want you to um, learn everything about that. But also in today's show notes, I want you to check out my new magazine, Julie Lawton Dream Homes. And that's available for free on my website. So just click in the show links below and check it out for all these beautiful pictures of all the projects we've done over the years. They're fe- one, one project is featured in every magazine, but check it out. So today we're going to talk about how do you know if you need an architect, a designer, a decorator, or both, or all three, because believe it or not, they're all different. Now, in my case, just a disclaimer, I have the training for the architecture and the interior design and the custom kitchens and space planning, and I also do decorating. So I happen to be a one-stop shop, but that's not the case anywhere else. So what happens when you remodel is most people say, I need an architect because I am going to remodel. But when you remodel, you don't necessarily need an architect because maybe you're not moving any walls and you really just need a designer or a space planner that can do plans. But generally, if you're changing the elements of the building structure is when you need an architect. And along with that architect comes an engineer, which is how he gets, you know, his information as a structural engineer. And if you're truly moving walls, which means adding footings, adding structural elements, adding beams and steel, then you're going to need a soils guy. So you got the architect that comes with all the engineers And that's where my plans start, just so you know. And then you go into the, so once you get the building structure figured out and you do your architectural plans and your structural and your soils and your survey and your Title 24, there's all these five engineers I've talked about many times that go with the architect. And that's part one of Julie's process, my process. Then you go into interior design. So the interior design, believe it or not, your architect doesn't pick the floors, the counters, the cabinets, the paint colors, the cabinet knobs, the doorknobs, or the interior doors, or the window styles. He might pick the window styles, but he's not going to pick the rest of that. There's seven things that the interior designer has to do, which are the things that are screwed and glued to the walls. Again, the floors, the cabinets, the countertops, the, the faucets, the fixtures, the, the doorknobs, the cabinet knobs, the windows, so and the paint. And the tile and the slab, that's the finished material. So that's why you need an interior designer, space planner. And then that person, like myself, may or may not do the custom kitchen. So you might have to pull that person in. And then the finishing touch is the furniture, the soft goods, the pillows on the sofa, the rugs, coffee tables, the artwork, the plants. That's the decorator, also known as the interior designer, but the decoration part is a step two of the interior design. So if you're following along, I'm going kind of fast. Now you're up to 11 people needed to do your plans. And if you'd like me to recap that, 
I should put it in the show notes, but it starts with architect, structural engineer, soils engineer, survey, title 24, civil engineer for drainage. Then you got to go into your interior designer for space planning and materials. So now we're up to interior designer. Then you got your decorator and then you got your pool guy and your lighting guy and your contractor. So it kind of goes on and on and on. But there is up to 11 that you have to hire. But if you think about it quickly, what you think about as a homeowner is architect, interior designer, contractor. But behind that architect is five engineers. And behind that interior designer, it may be a custom kitchen designer and a custom closet designer. And behind that contractor, he may may or may not be managing your landscape architect and your pool. So there's the, there's the players in building a home. And remodel is the exact same depending on what you're doing. So it's extensive. <laughs> well, as you can see from everything I just said, it would be incredibly overwhelming if the homeowner were to have to manage all of this and all of these people, because traditionally the homeowner has to hire the architect and he doesn't want to hire the engineer. So he has you hire them. And then he tells you, go get an interior designer so you can finish your material selections. And then that person may or may not be a decorator. And then you got to go find your contractor and they don't help you. You got to pick the contractor and you got to figure out whether he knows what he's doing as well and whether he's going to communicate nicely with your architect or complement each other, or are they going to fight the entire time? So the whole complexity of just putting 11 humans together who will actually cooperate is impossible unless you hired someone like myself to manage them, who knows them, who's worked with them, who's groomed them to work with one. And then that one system, which is like a big freight train moving through the project, is managed by one. The homeowner doesn't have to worry about it. So the my whole thing with my one-stop shop is to save the homeowner from the hassle of dealing with the pitfalls of hiring those 11 people individually. Because trust me, it's a nightmare. Because if you don't have a trained, well-qualified, tried and true, trusted team, yeah, you don't know because if your architect doesn't even know your contractor, who knows if they'll get along? I mean, it's a nightmare because so, you then you'd have to manage all that. And then if your architect drops the ball and doesn't provide the plans to the contractor and he gets frustrated, forget about it. It's uh, there's a whole thing. I mean, I could go on and on and on why a one stop shop saves time, money, had headache, hassle, money and time, which is, again, money and time. Time is money. Who wants to be stressed? So that's, I pre, I can preach this all day long because I do it because I know it works and I have the team. So it's fun. But think about it. When you get up ready to hire and ready to do your remodel, the benefit of having the contractor and the designer as one. So it's a, not a new concept, but there's very few of us that do it. But I think it's glorious and the only way it should be done. So the design build process, of course, doesn't work unless you have a person drawing the architectural and then architectural, if it's structural, has to have this, all those engineers I just talked about. And then the design parts doesn't, design part doesn't get complete without the interior design, which is all the material specifications down to the paint color and the cabinet knobs. And then, of course, 
the contractor has to bid off these plans. So if your plans are not complete and you're silly enough to, to have someone talk you into starting a project without all the selections made, you're in for another nightmare. You're in for change orders. So don't ever start your project without everything selected and specified and priced out. And I'm talking down to the cabinet knobs, appliances, everything, slab. Don't start construction unless you've picked everything because unless you know what you want and how much it costs, picking it later will cause delays and will cause increase in budget because everything you do after construction starts is like throwing a pebble into a pond. It's a ripple effect. It slows up your job, causes it to cost more and possibly stop. Because if you pick materials that aren't available in the timeline that we know about day one, that screws it up. So it's the design build process is a process that needs to be complete before the build starts. So the design needs to be complete before the build starts. And in my seven simple steps, I break this down. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I mean, step one is research before you even buy your house. Step two is design. Step three is the city submittal process. And then step four is you're bidding it. And then step five is you're building it. And then step six is you're doing your final touch up and learning how to use your home. And step seven is lifetime maintenance and learning to care for your home for the life of the home. So it is a process and it must be done in order. And every single nightmare story I've ever heard all these 35 years is because people didn't follow the process. They skipped steps or they didn't listen to their architect or their interior designer or their contractor. So, yeah, there's a reason for all the nightmare remodel stories and the nightmare builds. And it all boils down to step one. So everybody asked the, uh, me how long things take and how much they cost. That's the first two questions, even if we haven't even met for more than 30 minutes. They want to know how long is it going to take and how much is it going to cost. So there's always these general ballparks and figures because your plans process depends on the city you're working with. Laguna Beach, in my case, is different than Newport Beach because Laguna Beach has view preservance. So it makes the process longer because you have to work with your neighbors and go through design review. For example, the plans process at the city depends on the city. So that's number one. And then the cost depends on the square footage of amount of, you know, how, what are you building? And if it's on a hillside, there's all these factors, but there's square footage numbers you can always apply. So the typical process at the city is three months for planning, one or two months for coastal commission or design review, depending on your city, because Newport doesn't have design review, but they both have coastal commission. And then, and then another three months for the building department. And then one month on corrections for planning and one month for corrections on building department. Now that all adds up to 12 months. That's a year to get your plans built. I mean, a year to get your plans approved before you can build. That's a minimum in Laguna Beach for, you know, remodels that involve structural and and the new home construction. Now this can go longer if you get stuck in the design review hearing process in Laguna Beach. But in Newport, technically it's always a year and it's never, never more than a year. So even with coastal commission, but if it's very complicated and it's ground up on the water, then you could count on two years or three years. So, but you want to, we want to think about it under two years. So, and then you have your construction. So a remodel is nine months to 12 months. Easy peasy, right? And then a new construction is 12 months to 15 months, but it could be 18 months. So you can look at your build process from one to two years. 
because remodels are just as extensive as new construction, but new construction for sure is a minimum of 15 months. You, the build itself is 12, but then you got to finish the outside and the hardscape. So that's my figures on what things, how long things take. And as far as what things cost, call me because it's complex, but it starts at 450 a foot and it goes up to a thousand a foot or more. If you build a concrete house, it's 2000 a foot. So it's, there's lots of variables in the construction costs and how to estimate. And I know all of the cost and all the variables applied gives us a magic number, but you can't really get the cost until you bid it off complete plans. <laughs> so there's my other tip. Okay. So the summary of all of this is it's mandatory, important. I mean, ridiculously important. You choose the right team and the team starts with the architect, the architecture. Traditionally, you need an architect, an interior designer and a contractor. And all of those people must work together gloriously or your life will be hell. I can tell you, you, you need to correct, pick the right team and they all need to know each other and work together and be honest and upfront and not lie to you or each other, because there's a lot of problems with people throwing each other under the bus because they all want to point fingers. And that's when the heat gets, you know, heat goes up, you know, cause there's deadlines, there's budgets and there's, you know, we're pleasing the client. I'm pleased. I'm working for the client. So in my case, I, I have no one to point at cause I'm the arch- I act as the architect, do the architecture, I should say, and I do the interior design and I do the contracting. So I can't point at anyone. But when you get a team together and the heat's on, it's a circus. So um, my, you know, my tip is know your team and make sure they know each other and um, like your team, too, and make sure they like each other and they work together well. But that's my tip on how how to get started. Thanks for joining me in another episode of Julie Lawton Living. I can't wait to see you on the next show. And also, don't forget to check out my social media links for more information and tips. And there's and there's also the seven steps at Julie Lawton Living. And the link below will show you all that. But don't forget to take the free course, Seven Simple Steps and check out everything on my website. There's a ton of information. And thank you again for joining me. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Julie Lawton Living. For more information or to connect with Julie one-on-one, visit julielawtonliving.com. And don't forget, it all starts with a good plan.